are now tuning in to the Mind Body Podcast, where you will go behind the scenes of how the mind of successful entrepreneurs, experts, and true leaders really works. Here you won't just listen, you will understand the guiding principles to create massive change in any area of your life. And of course, this podcast is hosted by the strong, lovely, with the sexy Jewish accent, Lidor Dayan. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Mind Body Podcast. I'm your host, Lidor Dayan. And in today's episode, I interview not just one person, but two persons. You might know them as Buff Dudes on their famous YouTube channel, but in this interview, I really wanted to give you a closer look about these two Hard Walkers brothers. Some of the topics we discuss are how to build your social media presence in a world full of competition, also what got them to start the YouTube channel, and can you actually live a life outside of social media today? So without further ado, let's begin the buff interview. I meant the interview, but you know, buff interview. Okay, okay, just put the whoosh and let's begin. So thank you very much, uh, uh, buff dudes, for being on my podcast. Uh, I'm really honored to have you here. So uh, first of all, for those people that uh, are not really familiar to who you are, can you uh, please... Uh, uh, tell us who are Buff Dudes and how you started. Yeah, the Buff Dudes are me, Hudson, and my brother, Brandon. We started just about five years ago. We have always liked making entertaining content growing up, you know, just even as kids shooting videos in our backyards. As we got older, we really fell in love with fitness, and we wanted to combine the two. So we thought, hey, YouTube is a great uh, grounds for that. So we wanted to combine the entertainment and the education and our goal was to make one video a week which we've tried to do ever since yeah so so you started with just like a one video a week while you were like working on a job or like and uh, when did it really went off like you said oh my god this is something that we actually can uh, do for a living Uh, it wasn't until pretty recently, actually, I mean, at, at this point, um, we both had full-time jobs as we were kind of doing it. It was more of just a passion project, and it was kind of something that we just loved to do and kind of tried to, you know, express ourselves in, in kind of a fun and also artistic way, in a sense. Uh, but yeah, I mean, as it kind of progressed, we realized there was more and more demand for it, and, and I guess uh, our popularity kind of started rising. So I think at this point in our career, uh, and part of the Buff Dudes, we've kind of finally taken it to the next step, you know, where we are really dedicating it, uh, our full time to it, which is which has been great. I mean, we absolutely love it. I mean, what better way of doing something, you know, full time when you absolutely love to do it? Yeah, it's it's amazing all the content and how creative you are with what you do because you took really fitness and you just not just educating people. You also have the entertainment, but it's really fun to watch the video. It's actually like I can literally go all 10, 15 minutes video and uh, having fun watching it. It's not like uh, you see a person in a video and just talking about something. Uh, so it's really, really great to see our uh, creative people can get uh, and get uh, the education stuff and still uh, be entertainment. So uh, thank you. Uh, I, I also want to ask you, where did the, the buff dude name came from? Like, 
Yeah, that was actually Brandon. He came up with it. it it's an acronym. Uh, I mean, we had thrown around ideas because, you know, we were a really big fan of kind of the 80s, 90s. You know, we grew up in that era. And then also video games, pop culture and stuff. So we, we knew this game that we played quite a bit. It's like a kind of a side-scrolling fodder game called uh, Bad Dudes. And we just kind of went off that. We're like, it'd be so cool to kind of implement some, uh, you know, form of, of influence in that, you know, sense. So we're just kind of tossing ideas around. We're like, well, it'd be kind of cool to like buff is kind of like a word that's been used a lot, especially in like the 80s and 90s, you know, mm-hmm. that kind of lends itself really kind of closely to that. Dudes is like another kind of way. But then we're like, it'd be kind of cool if it meant something at the same time, if there was an acronym. So it was kind of just, there was like the surface level, but then there's maybe a deeper meaning to it that people could find out later, which the acronym ended up being better understanding of food and fitness, which we felt like, you know, matched pretty well with the channel. It was kind of like the entertainment with the buff dudes and then the actual yeah. meaning of it and the underlying meaning. And uh, do you think uh, like uh, there were specific videos that made you like uh, ranking the top because in today's world we are living with so much competition, especially on fitness. So uh, what do you think is the, the primary reason that made you stand out of uh, millions of people uh, that try to compete with each other? I think as you said before, it's definitely the entertainment because when you get online, at least for us anyways, you want to watch something that's going to be fun. A lot of fitness is just usually a guy standing and talking for 10 to 15 minutes. There's no real cuts. There's no editing. There's no title. So we thought, hey, why don't we make it really creative, have animation, have some cartoon elements, have special effects like explosions and like really fast editing, almost make it like an action movie. So that's where we feel like our creativity is able to really thrive in making full use of the medium of video. Yeah, that's where, that's where we think probably our biggest talent probably lies. And uh, I can tell for myself, when you start something, especially on YouTube, you have lots and lots of hours of editing. So how can you actually uh, build a team that still uh, can, maybe you can give them to do editing, but they can still sync like you are? because. What's your imagination? Like, it's not uh, like the, the guy is uh, trying to edit it, right? So how can you still build up a team that can still, you can reroute their mind to think like you want them to think and do? It's an easy answer there. I think. Yeah, exactly. The easy answer is I still edit everything. Yeah, fine. <laughs> <All right. laughs> you team, so yeah, you're in charge of all yeah, that. You're looking at the, everything about the buff dudes, right? Uh, yeah, so we still shoot, edit, and write all our content. We're actually kind of looking for people to begin doing the camera and editing just because we're getting a little overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. It's a little too hard to do both the in front of the camera and behind the camera, but yeah. until this point, yeah, it has just been awesome. Yeah, I totally agree because I have some videos that I am doing. It takes me 10 or 12 hours because of a lot of editing and, you know, green screen and all of that stuff. So, yeah, it takes a lot. And uh, being with somebody is, uh, wow, this is so good because you are brothers, right? Yeah, yeah. So this is also amazing to do something with a family. So you probably like uh, really get along together. So how is it like if you have a fight or something, how can you like uh, overcome this conflict? Because in a business, you know, you, you said something and uh, the other person not uh, can be totally agree with it. Yeah, well, you know, we've had people who didn't really understand who we are, what we do. We've had them try to 
push each other to kind of fight each other because it would like raise views or whatever you know the whole drama and everything but to be honest me and brandon get along pretty damn well especially that we run essentially a business together there's not a lot of time for childishness or arguing or or getting on each other's nerves so you know really for the most part we we get along yeah we try not to bring our emotions too much into it and kind of just think about things logically and and you know what's best for the channel and what you know we enjoy doing and and, and, you know we always listen to each other and make sure that our opinions come across Mm -hmm. and uh, if you cut yourself into let's say a a lazy mode or frustration or i don't know lousy state if you can call it like that what do you do to get out of it like do you if you see each other like this that can be hard you know because with anything it can become stagnant over time because you get used to it what was exciting is now maybe a little bit more of a grind or it feels like you have a job to do Mm -hmm. so i think at least you know all for me personally i'll let brennan answer for himself but being very creative always keeps it very fresh and exciting that's why we try to have a lot of skits we try to have a lot of kind of crazy over the top ideas because then it never feels like it's getting boring. For me personally, you know, I'm, I'm in my 30s now. I don't really want to envision myself being in my mid to late 30s, kind of doing the same thing over and over again, you know, explaining fitness, um, explaining exercise tutorials. If we're going to do it, we want to do it in a way which is really fresh and, and fun for us. And uh, if you, you know, like you have had a lot of traffic, millions of people, how can you actually uh, handle with this? Because it can come like this. So how can you not let uh, over success and stuff get you into overwhelm and say like, oh my God, wh- wh- how can I answer all of these messages, uh, all of these comments? Because you truly want to help everybody, but you can't actually get to anybody, especially when you have hundreds of thousands of people that are trying to contact with you. I think that's been a barrier that we, we've kind of come across and are, are still kind of struggling with it at some points is for the fact that we, we do want to reach out to as many people as possible. We want to make sure that they understand that we, you know, uh, try to hear them out as much as possible and read the comments and everything. But it's hard, it gets harder and harder to really kind of get, get close to, to the people that, you know, watch, watch our stuff and, and uh, like what we do. But, you know, I mean, it, you just can't please everyone. And that's something that we have to really always remind ourselves with is that, you know, there's just, you just got to do your best and you just got to give it your all. And, and uh, if some people might not be happy with it. And you have to just kind of uh, tune that out and make sure you just keep going. And, uh, also for the guys that's listening here, uh, what kind of tips uh, would you give to guys that uh, maybe they're just starting out and uh, they really try to put their name out there, brand themselves, uh, but they're still growing really, really slow because on YouTube, you, on some time you can have a, a video that can go really viral, but uh, f- for most people, it's like a really low percent. And so it really grows slow. So what would you suggest to those people kind of like working out i think you know you don't expect something to happen overnight you know it's going to take years and years and you want to make sure you push you know um just you just keep pushing for it you know and making sure you're consistent with it and making sure you're you know you, you set goals for yourself and game plan and things of that nature um you know we had some friends that had a pretty big viral video and, and it's it's hard when you get that viral video at first because it kind of gives like um 
it a false sense of success in a sense, you know, in a way, because mm -hmm. then after that viral video dies down, all of a sudden you're back to kind of square one and then you're like, well, now what? So I think it's mainly like Hudson was saying earlier, you know, make a goal of like, we had a goal of like, make, you know, coming out with at least one video a week, you know, really try to give it our all, make sure it's entertaining. And, and uh, even when we were starting our channel, we sat down and really game planned on like, you know, what, what does the channel should look like and what, what's the brand, the name of the channel and really try to brand it in the sense of standing out, you know, making like a simple logo within wore the t-shirt, even though we weren't even selling t-shirts only later, like people wanted those t-shirts that we had started making them. So it's kind of like the simple things you have to really like sit down and really think long-term, you know, you make sure these, the small goals are set in place, but also have kind of long-term goals too, and really try to hit every single one. Yeah. To, play off of what Brandon was just saying, I would say take the time in the beginning to develop your own unique voice and your creative styling because we didn't really have any kind of, I guess you could say success until we had been a channel or at least we had been on the internet for about a year. We were getting maybe 50, 100 views tops, but we kept with it with that consistency every single week. And as we made videos, we were just constantly learning, like how could we make this better this was funny, this wasn't, we enjoyed doing this, we didn't enjoy doing that. So we took that first year to develop ourselves and find out what we really enjoyed. So then by the time that year was over, we were very confident with who we were. So then when the video views started picking up, we already had our voice and our distinct st uh, style in place. So we never felt insecure as far as, oh my God, we're not even really sure what we're doing. We're just all of a sudden getting views and let's just roll with it. We had our logo, we had our name, we had our kind of style, our fun, entertaining style. So that's what I would recommend for other people maybe starting out, maybe if you're not finding immediate success, sit down, write out the pros of what you do, the cons of what you do, what you enjoy, what you don't enjoy, really line something out very solid for yourself and then just stick with that, like Brennan was saying, week after week after week. And we can't promise that's the key to success, but that is how we found success. And it took time too. Like I said, it took over a year. So it, it, it will take time for most people. Yeah, just like you said, it's like going to the gym. You don't expect like uh, from one training, you're gonna be Arnold Schwarzenegger, right? It's like, yeah. uh, it just, it's not gonna happen. And the more you are aware that it's gonna be a journey, it's gonna take time and it's gonna take years. And if I'm committed and there is a big vision uh, that is behind just this uh, posting videos and it's something bigger and uh, I really want to maybe inspire more people, uh, get people uh, to be healthier, then uh, I'm gonna push more and more. And uh, I believe like, uh, it's not just about quantity because a lot of people will produce a lot of videos, but uh, it's not quality. So it has to be quality as well, right? So you said you start with one video a week, but even if this one video a week was really, really high quality and gave a lot of value, it can get so much more than, uh, let's just say, posting uh, three videos a day, right? Yeah, definitely. Do you think, uh, it's in YouTube, it's something you need to do in like waves. So it's like there is sometimes that you want to push even more, like uh, let's say two or three posts a day. And then sometimes that you need to be a little bit relaxed. Yeah, it's funny because YouTube and now even Facebook entering the game, they're all about like what you just mentioned. They want quantity over everything. So they just want posts and they, they, 
do we found reward you if you're posting let's say a video that's 9 15 minutes and you're posting that every single day it seems like that's kind of the sweet spot unfortunately that's just not what we do and that's not our work ethic we don't really want to ever become slaves to social media and just basically live our lives just 7 days a week churning out content in order to be rewarded by their system so we're big subscribers to just you know that um quality or at least the best quality we can come up with and the way we look at it is we'll just keep doing what we're doing if we're not rewarded quite as much as we would be if we were uploading those one videos a day one 15 minute video a day then i guess so be it so where do you actually stop it? Because I, I, I saw a video, actually a fun video of yours that you did, uh, Brian did uh, with, with, uh, with a camera that he always like texting and on Snapchat and looking himself and uh, you know, doing like, uh, so we live in an era that everything is on iPhone and we are all on the phones. So where do you actually stop it? Because there are life right you are married and you want to have kids so where do you actually stop it and uh, really continue living your life and not be like you said a slave to social media yeah that's an excellent question I, I, unfortunately you know i don't think i know the answer you always are trying to find a middle ground especially with what we do and you you yourself you kind of have to use social media because it's a part of what we do and and what you do and what a lot of people do now but I actually just read a good interview. I can't remember the person um, who it was at the moment, but they basically said a lot of social media is you just looking at your phone to check and see if something's new. You don't even really care what that content is. It's just it's something in the brain. It's like, well, I got to check because there might be something new, but it's so disposable because who cares? I mean, because mm -hmm. there's always going to be something new. Mm -hmm. and, and that's what I'm trying to balance life and what we do where – Let's make the videos we find entertaining, but after that, let's try our best to disconnect so we can do exactly what you said, really enjoy ourselves, because that's what I think everyone's trying to do. Mm -hmm. So, And let's say, like, how is your weekly schedule like? Like, you have, like, you print your goals, like, for this week, uh, you have certain time that you do the video, a certain time you have for family. How would you describe? Let's say, uh, I'm you. How do I start my day? <laughs> Yeah, we, we, you know, we have a pretty, a pretty relaxed schedule. Um, we usually get like a Monday through Friday kind yeah, of schedule. Yeah. We really try to keep it from a, like a nine to five type, you know, type job as far as, you know, we'll, we'll meet the week before. Uh, we'll kind of plan out the, the um, schedule for the, the next week and, uh, and kind of have, you know, either certain videos to shoot or just certain projects to work on, uh, whether it be meeting up to write more or, just shoot, you know, simple exercise tutorials or bigger, you know, skits that we kind of plan on doing in the future. So try to try to keep it pretty family friendly, especially now. I think that Hudson's kind of more, <laughs> you know, he's kind of he's kind of more the family man at this point. So mm -hmm. uh, I think it's kind of it's building that good schedule and kind of sticking with it rather than like Hudson was saying earlier, kind of letting it rule your life in a sense. And then you're always kind of worried, and then you feel like you know you're missing out on either your family life or your business. So you really try to keep um, keep it kind of, you know, moderation, I guess, is the key. And in the beginning, it really, we had no moderation because Brandon was working two jobs. I was working two jobs. We were doing YouTube on the weekend. We were trying to juggle our personal lives. It was really all consuming. And thankfully, through those first couple years of hard work, we've been able to really 
kind of settle down a little bit and find our groove so that now a big goal of ours is taking the weekends off so we don't feel like we're just married to it seven mm -hmm. days a week nice and uh, if i take you like five or uh, maybe ten years from now what is your goal so what is your dream like how you do you see yourself like in five years yeah in five years Well, you know, we really enjoy the larger scale projects. We've done a few, There's, uh, which thankfully had success, which makes us happy. We did one called Gym Wildlife, another one called Seven Styles of Fitness, real like skit entertainment based, uh, big productions, action, um, you know, at other actors involved, a real crew. So we really want to try to continue to transition into that world. And in the meantime, continue to do fitness, but also do things outside the entertain or outside the fitness world as well that are just strictly entertainment based, basically narrative fiction. Do you see yourself like taking it to, like to the next step, like maybe Hollywood, like really, you know, uh, something big? You know, the great thing is about today's landscape, at least in the United States, with Netflix, Hulu, Amazon. I mean, there's so many outlets now. So we're very, very excited to see if we can continue to kind of self-finance what we do and then explore those options. Mm -hmm. So really, the landscape, as far as I'm concerned, is better than it ever has. And we love to try and maximize all that. Nice. It's really great. And uh, the, the last question I always like to ask uh, the people that I interview is uh, what is the legacy that uh, each one of you would like to live long after you won't be here in this world? It's deep, huh? You didn't expect it. I have no idea. I guess what, you know, personally what I'd like to leave behind is, is kind of a, a positive outlook on, you know, whether it be fitness in general or the sense of having success where people can look at your career and maybe look at your life and, and aspire in some kind of way to mimic it or uh or try to take something from it as far as you know because i mean growing up of course like a lot of other people that are involved in fitness saw arnold um and saw his success and they look upon that and say i would like to achieve something like that you know whether it be his physique or his his career you know um so i think something similar to that in a sense of where people can look at what you've achieved and say i would like to try to mimic that in a sense yeah i think i would like to leave behind just something where people can just be motivated and inspired by it, you know, and really with what we do is entertainment, but I do hope people can find some education as well so they can learn some things and they can apply those things to their lives, their, those tools, maybe a certain outlook. We get a lot of questions about motivation. I would say that's probably the number one thing a lot of people struggle with. So I hope with our channel and especially with Buff Dudes, people can look back on that and go, you know, that was a lot of fun but it was also very, very inspiring and they did help motivate me. We never expect to be the main motivators because there's so many motivating factors in your life, but even if we can just be a tiny, tiny little percent of what helped motivate someone to be a better person, then I feel we've accomplished. If, if, we, if we can make people look back on it with nostalgia, then I think that's, that's a good, <laughs> that'll be good. Yeah. I, I heard a good quote about legacy. A legacy is planting seeds on a garden you will never see. And uh, it's, it's really nice because each person that I interview 
will always says his legacy is about something more than just himself. And I believe uh, our primary two needs in life is to grow and give because the more you grow as human being, you can have more to give to others. And this really fulfills us as humans because we will do more for others than we will do to ourselves. And I really want to thank you again. And I really appreciate the time that you gave me to interview you. And uh, I don't see it just like this. Uh, so thank you very much from the bottom of my heart and from Israel. <laughs> If you enjoyed this interview or any other one from the Mind Body Podcast, feel free to subscribe to my podcast at iTunes. Spotify, SoundCloud, and at my YouTube channel. Also, feel free to share this podcast on Instagram by tagging the Mind Body Podcast. Do you want to be a part of the Mind Body Podcast? So remember the FAST factor. The FAST factor stands for 1. Facebook. Become a part of the MindBody Podcast community by joining our Facebook community just by searching on Facebook, the MindBody Podcast community. Number two, act. Don't just be a passive listener. Act upon what you've just learned by applying one simple thing from any episode or interview. Three, subscribe. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, or if you're visual like me, then just search the MindBody Podcast on YouTube. And number four, train others. Because just like I always say, leaders create leaders, and you're all here to grow together. And by training others, you're training yourself. So this is the fast factor. Remember it. Facebook, act, subscribe, and train others. Oh, and please feel free to leave a review which will engage all your VAC senses. And the VAC senses stands for visual, auditory, and kinesthetic, which when you use all the three combined, you remember stuff much better. For more information about my coaching, public speaking, and taking your mind and body to all new levels, check my site at lidodayan.com. Till then, never, ever, Forget to smile. See you soon.